0: Welcome to the ministries of the Barholi Baptist Church, where we worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness, fair before Him and all the earth. The pastor is Reverend Nelson. Be blessed by the sermon that you have all to hear. Take your Bibles with me, please, and uh, turn to the Gospel according to St. Matthew, the sixth chapter. Matthew chapter 6. I want to read verses 16 through 18 of Matthew, chapter 6. Before I I read the scripture, uh, thank you, uh, Sister Coffee. That's a beautiful voice, a beautiful, beautiful singing voice. Amen. Just keep using that voice to the glory of God. Verse 16 of Matthew, chapter 6. Moreover, when you fast, be not as the hypocrites of a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces, that they may appear unto men to fast. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But thou When thou fastest, anoint thy head, and wash thy face, that thou appear not unto men to fast, but unto thy Father which is in secret, and thy Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. Our Father, we give you thanks and we give you praise one more time for your word. We pray, O oh God, that you would use your word today to enlighten us, to speak your heart. We pray that you would grant us understanding hearts today, that we would understand your word. Pray, dear God, that you would use me as your instrument to minister grace to the hearts of your people and i pray O god that in the end of everything you and you alone would be glorified you and you alone would be exalted we give you thanks we give you praise honor and glory in jesus name amen and amen praise the lord we find the subject of fasting in both the Old and the New Testaments. In the Old Testament, the Jews fasted for a number of reasons. In the law, the only reason that was given them in the law of Moses is the day of atonement, according to Leviticus 16. Though it is not called fasting, it is called the chastening of the soul hmm, or the afflicting of the of the soul. Fasting is not and I'm talking about religious fasting although it affects the body but it is not so much for the body it is for the soul it is to afflict the soul it is to humble the soul The Jews, they fasted in time of war. Whenever there was a war, an impending war, they would fast and they would seek God's direction. The Jews fasted when their loved ones were sick most notable we saw david when his child was sick that he fasted before the lord they also fasted when their loved ones died when saul died the people fasted the bible said david when he heard He fasted for Saul and Jonathan. The Jews fasted when they sought God's forgiveness. When they needed God to deliver them from their sin, they fasted. Moses fasted. We know about the fasting of Nineveh that the whole city fasted the jews fasted when there was danger when there was a threat over them they fasted Jehoshaphat when he was threatened by Edom decided fast they fasted because they were seeking God's direction it's a distraction John Wesley said this about fasting says some have exalted religious fasting beyond all scripture and reason and others have utterly disregarded it some have exalted fasting above scripture and above reason while others have completely Disregarded it. In fasting, one is uh, to be so consumed with a matter that it becomes more important than food. Let me pause here for a moment because there's a distraction here, so let me pause. Back to John Wesley, this very profound statement, he says, some have exalted religious fasting beyond all scripture and reason, and others have utterly disregarded it. In fasting, one is so consumed with a matter that it becomes more important than food. Therefore, the believer sets food aside in order to concentrate on seeking God about a particular matter. Biblical fasting is more than simply abstaining from food, but it is to abstain from food in order to concentrate upon God and his answer to a particular matter. Biblical fasting involves intense supplication before God. Today I would like to address a few questions relating to this matter of fasting, four questions to be exact. I want to ask, should Christians fast today? If so, why? When should they do it and how? Those are the four questions I would like to address today. The first one, should Christians, or should today's Christians fast? The answer is yes. Yes, because of the teachings of Jesus. In our text, he did not say, if you fast but rather when you fast. He says to us, when you fast, this is what you need to do, not if you fast, but when. Then he gives us some instruction on how to do it as we go further. He told his disciples that they would fast when he was gone, that when done properly, the Bible teaches, fasting would incur God's favor. Fasting should be done only on the proper occasion. In Matthew seventeen, twenty I read. And Jesus said unto them, because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. Howbeit this kind goeth not out, but by prayer and fast. Mm. So, should Christians today fast? The answer is yes, and it's based on the fact that Jesus says to us, when you fast. Yes, because not only did Jesus say when you fast, but because we have the example of fasting in the early church. Mm -hmm. That the brethren, before they acted, they would go go into God with fasting and prayer. And remember we said that as far as we are concerned doctrinally what we embrace as doctrine or as teaching of the scripture must first be taught by our lord then it must be confirmed by the apostles and practiced by the early church in the book of acts so if it is taught by our lord if it is confirmed by the apostles and it is practiced by the early church in the book of Acts that we can freely embrace it. Can I get an amen? amen. Oh, Lord. So the early church fasted. What about the apostle? We had a fast because the apostle fasted. One of the distinguishing mark of the Apostle Paul's apostleship was that he was a man of fasting and prayer. Mm. Fasting is for us today. I, I need to make this clear that fasting is for all believers. But it is not every believer who can fast. Oh boy. Kind of contradicting statement that. It's not. Fasting is for all believers. For the church on the whole. But it is not everybody who can fast. Let me try and shed some light on this. If you have orders by your doctor to take certain medication at certain interval, and before taking that medication, you have to eat. Are you following me, somebody? <laughs> then this pastor is not going to tell you to set aside your medication and fast. The only way I would see you fasting is if you receive a divine revelation from God. Not somebody coming and tell you that God tells them to tell you to fast. But you, in your own communion with God, you are fully convinced, persuaded that God wants you to fast at this particular time. Other than that, with your doctor's medication and pray along with those of us who can fast. Can I get an amen in the house? (laughs) So it is for all believers based on scripture. But it's not everybody who can really fast. I hope that clarifies it for you. So the answer to the first question is, yes. Should Christians today fast? The answer is, yes. Why should they fast? Is the second question we want to look at. Why should we fast? People today fast for various reasons. Some purposefully for health reasons. Hmm. Some without thinking. Times of grief and trouble, man, they just forget everything about food. They're just overwhelmed with the situation, their concern, and so on. They they, they don't forget about food. Others fast to gain some kind of self-control. But we're not talking about physical reasons. What we are talking about as it relates to fasting is spiritual reason. And remember we said earlier that fasting, although it affects the body, but it is designed to humble the soul or to afflict the soul before God. So Christians should fast for there are times when we are in need of divine help. Can somebody say amen? There, there are times when we are in need of God's help more than ever. There are times when we are dealing with situations in our lives and we, we need God to come through for us. And just praying is not enough. Oh Lord, did I say that? Well, that's what Jesus says. To these kind do not go out but by prayer and fasting. That there are times when we are overwhelmed with situations. Am I talking to somebody? Amen. And we have been praying. And we pray we seek God. But there are times when we just have to push away from the table. Oh Lord, just push away. And just devote that time Amen. To seek God. To seek God. Amen. At times when we go through difficult challenges, we just need to seek God. We just need to be closer drawn to Him. At times when In our lives, it would appear as if we are sealed in a cage and we just want to break through. And we pray, we pray, but we are not experiencing that breakthrough. Jesus says, these kind do not go out but by prayer and fasting. So there are times in our lives, brothers and sisters, when we are seeking God's direction, when we are seeking God's provision, and we just need to push away for a while and just devote ourselves to God in fasting and in prayer. Mm-hmm. And this is something that is consistent with fasting in the New Testament. We saw from the scripture where the church fasted when they were dealing with different challenges beginning with jesus he fasted during the time of temptation bible tells us that the church at antioch they fasted when they were serving the lord and they were beginning a new work a new mission they fasted and such fasting we understand was done in conjunction with prayer fasting when it is properly done It humbles the soul. When fasting is done right. It humbles the soul. Brings us to that place where. God wants us to be where we are rid from. Of those things that would hinder us. From drawing closer. To God. So. So. Should we fast? Should Christians today fast? The answer is yes. Why should we fast? Should fast because we need a breakthrough. We are dealing with some challenges, some difficulties, some issues from which we need a breakthrough. The Bible tells us that there are some issues that we are going to overcome only through fasting and prayer. The third question that we want to answer today is when should Christians fast? And the general answer would be whenever the occasion requires divine help. Whenever we are going through Situations that require help that is beyond normal. These may be on an individual level. Where we are going through something personal. And we just. Amen. Want to just. Stay before God and afflict our soul before him. And this is when. This is what Jesus spoke about in our text. Say when you fast, uh, speaking on the individual level in this context, don't be like the hypocrites. Because the scribes, the Pharisees, they set aside, I think Tuesday was their fasting day, and everybody know that they were fasting because they were religious men. They were fasting. Jesus says, that is not how you fast. And don't, no, no, don't, because you're fast, you're looking so pitiful. Everybody, have will be asking what's going on here? I'm fasting, I'm fasting. That's what Jesus is speaking against here. So when you fast, you, you, you carry yourself just like normal. That's what the word says. Nobody can should just be able to look at you and say, well, you're fasting. Because there is no change in what you're just going about your fear, but you know that you are fasting. You're abstaining from food. You're abstaining from uh, eating for a while. And may I say that there are different levels of fasting. A person can decide to fast just one meal. Amen. Say amen, somebody. Well, we might need to talk a little more about that. Mm. When should we fast? Whenever. Occasions requiring divine help should arise. Time for fasting. And so it might be on an individual level where we are dealing with some personal issues and we just cannot get the upper hand and we just need a breakthrough and we are seeking the Lord and we. Just make that decision in that moment in time to afflict our soul, to pull back from those things that we uh, enjoy and just say, I'm not going to eat, I'm going to dedicate this time to the Lord. Uh. Somebody say, well, I don't have anything to eat, so I'll just fast. Well, that's not the real fasting I'm talking about. That's not the real one. The real fasting is when you have, Amen, and you decide, I'm not going to eat it. You know, as we think about fasting, you know, God said to Israel as a nation, the the fasting that, really pleases me is the one when you give your bread to the hungry. That when you are fasting, it is not supposed to be a saving for you. Oh Lord. So, so what the scripture teaches in that, in that regard is that you decide you're going to fast. And so you're not going to spend the money on lunch today. You're going to fast. God said the fasting that pleases him is when you give that money to somebody who is in need of a meal. Not that you just set it aside and say, oh, I have it for tomorrow. Fasting that pleases the Lord is when you give your bread to the hungry and you consider the cause of the oppressed. Are you with me, somebody? So, when should we fast? Whenever the occasion arises. Whenever an occasion calls for persistent prayer, that might be the time to join that prayer with fasting. Uh, we need a breakthrough. We need a breakthrough in our church. We need a breakthrough in our home. We need a breakthrough in our own individual lives. We just need a breakthrough. So, Lord, we need a breakthrough. We have been praying. We have been seeking your face. But, Lord, we are not experiencing what we are praying for. And so, Lord, we are going to fast. And we are going to pray. We are going to look to you for you to do for us the things that only you can do. We are taught in Scripture that God answers prayer. God answers the prayer of the penitent heart. When we go to God, God hears and God answers. God answers our prayer when we are persistent, when we are faithful in going to him. He hears and he answers us. So we should fast whenever there is an occasion that requires deep, devoted prayer beyond normal. We should fast. Mm. We should fast. And the other question that we want to answer on this matter, which is the final one, is how should Christians fast? Now, in introduction, we talk about the right way to fast. Fasting means being so consumed with a matter that it becomes more important to us than food. And as such, the believer sets food aside in order to concentrate on seeking God about the matter. Biblical fasting means more than just abstaining from food. It means to abstain from food in order to concentrate upon God and his answer to a particular matter. Biblical fasting involves Prayer, intense supplication before God. So again, fasting is for all believers, but not every believer can fast. How should we do it? Jesus says, when you fast, don't be like the hypocrite. Don't, don't disfigure your face. Don't, don't go about it with any pitiful disposition. That everybody can know that you're fasting. So they would consider you to be a real serious religious person or serious Christian. That's not what it's about. Jesus says about going to your father secretly and your father who sees in secret will reward you openly so fasting then should not become just a ritual that somebody say well I fast or oh, no 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 there is to be a need for fasting for it to be real, there is to be a need. Now a person can set aside a certain day. I'm going to fast and pray for my nation that day. That's fine. And you are consistent. You're faithful in your praying. But it should not be something that is just scheduled for schedule's sake. Fasting should take place when the need arises Mm. so don't just go about that's what jesus is saying and publish to others that you are fasting because it is a personal matter We all should take the subject of fasting seriously. And we should fast only when the occasion is a serious one. One in which we are desperately in need of God's help. And so, for those persons who are not regular as it relates to fasting and God has laid it on your heart and you see the need based on the instruction that our Lord gives start slowly don't make a large leap. start slowly and build yourself up am I talking to somebody Amen. Start slowly and build yourself up till you reach that point where you can fast for a whole day and you're fine. Or you can fast for several days and you're fine. Amen. Take it slowly. Ah, oh, Lord. You can decide when to fast and you you you're going to <clears throat> skip your favorite meal and you fast. I said it's really meaningful. Uh, if you are not a breakfast person and you say, Well, I'm going to fast breakfast, then it's not, you know, it's not real meaningful. If if you are a lunch person and you say, I'm going to fast, I'm going to miss lunch, then It becomes real because you're actually, you know, setting aside something that is of value to you. Oh, Lord. Something that means a lot to you. Remember when we were, you know, new in the faith and we would start fasting, we would go away from, you know, where uh, any food is. Because the, 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 the temptation for food is strong it's strong sometimes harder to fast when you're at home so the fridge is there and uh, and then you're fasting beginning the day and you're reaching that 10 going up in that 10 11 o'clock hour that's when it gets real tough and to get over that hump you can go on. You can fast. It gets real tight in that hour and the temptation, you know, know you have. And to say, well, hey, I'm not going to open that fridge. I'm not going to go in the pantry. I'm just going to devote this time to the Lord. I'm going to fast and I'm going to pray because this, what I'm seeking the Lord for, is more important right now to me than food. And I want a breakthrough on this. I want God to grant me that breakthrough. Jesus says to us again when you fast, do not do it like how the hypocrites do it, because you are different. But when you fast, you know that you are devoting this time, you're devoting yourself to the Lord. And so you are fasting, you're setting aside things that mean a whole lot to you in order that you might be drawn closer to the Lord. Now I know that there are, when you talk about fasting today, you hear all kinds of things people talk about, you know, you're fasting from this kind of food, or you're fasting from processed food, or you're fasting from you know but what we are talking about is a real biblical fast where you abstain from food Mm. Uh, only water to abstain from food to devote that time to the lord in prayer because you are seeking god's face you you, you, you know that if God does not help you in this situation, there is no way out. And you have prayed, you have prayed. But you realize that more is needed than what you need to consider adding to your prayer is fasting. But I, I, I want to say this also to us. That fasting without true repentance is going to be ineffective it is not going to accomplish anything you have to repent of sin when you fast Mm, you have to repent of your sin when you go to God in fasting and in prayer. Amen. I want us to begin as people of God for us to acknowledge that fasting is for us today. It is relevant. Jesus says that it is for us, but we need to know when to do it and how to do it. In order that we might gain the effects, the results that we are seeking. Mm. Fasting goes along with prayer. Jesus says, this kind does not go out but by prayer and fasting. Prayer alone does not take care of this kind. You have to add fasting it. Ah, I pray the Lord help us as we meditate on this word, amen, and that we surrender ourselves to him it's so, the Lord, where you lead me, I will follow, and there might be things that you are praying about, and God wants you to understand that you have not yet experienced the breakthrough. Because what you're praying for does not take place through prayer alone. It's prayer and fasting. That you see God's face as a child of God. As to how the Lord would have you to fast and to pray. Mm. Fasting goes along with prayer. We're talking about fasting today. There might be somebody in the house who have not yet surrendered to the Lord. You're not a Christian. You're not saved. This fasting really is not for you. Fasting begins and you surrender your life to the Lord. Amen. And there might just be somebody in the house today who God has spoken to. And God may have been speaking to you over a period of time. But even today as you come together, you sense that this is the moment and that now is the time when the Lord would have you to surrender to him. Just say, I just want to give my life over to the Lord Jesus Christ today. Just rise from your seat wherever you are. And let us pray at this altar. If that is your desire. God has spoken to you. And you just want to turn your life over to him. Say God I want to serve you. I want to give you my all. Come and let us pray together. Or you might be. Somebody who started out with the Lord. But you are a backslider. You have turned back from following the Lord. And God has spoken to you. He said, today I, I want to uh, renew my covenant with my God today. I'm just tired of life the way it is. I want to come. I want to turn my life over to the Lord. Come, let us pray together. If you're in this house. Are you in this house today? God has spoken to you, whatever he tells you to do, do it. Our Father in heaven, we give you thanks, we give you praise, glory and honor. You are a great God. You're worthy to be praised from the rising of the sun to the going down of the sea. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the truth of your word. Pray that you would use your word, Lord, to speak to our hearts. Help us today to hide your word in our hearts that we would not sin against you. Lord, I pray today if there is one person in this audience who have not yet Say yes to Jesus. I pray that today would be the day, O God, and your word would speak to their hearts and they would realize, Lord God, that they need to make that personal commitment to you to serve you in spirit and in truth. Save somebody, we pray today. Pull somebody back from the brink, Lord God. Pull them back into the fold oh lord god restore somebody we pray we give you thanks lord and we give you praise in jesus name amen to go into our communion portion. could go ahead and open your communion while you open that on the right as we prepare ourselves. say we need to tarry well we just want to thank you for listening to today's sermon here at the Bavoni Baptist Church where sharing Christ is every Christian's business so as we depart go and serve the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords